Today, I was reading over the gospel, and there's one specific thing that I wanted to bring home, that I wanted to communicate with you. And it is this whole idea of rest. And where do I get this from? Well, let's read this last part of the gospel. Come to me, all you who labor and are overburdened, and I will give you rest. Shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart and you will find rest for your souls. Yes, my yoke is easy and my burden light. I was touched by this because, you know, there seems to be two ways of resting. There seems to be the rest of the body and the rest of the soul. And, you know, over the last couple of weeks, I've been working reasonably hard, and we'd say I work like a dog, but uh, like we all do. I mean, I don't think it was terribly exaggerated, but enough to exhaust you, you know? And um, last night we had the vows of the brothers, and I did a lot of work all day building up to that moment. But upon arriving at that moment, uh, it was so beautiful to see two men offer their life completely in a flame of love to God that I had so much joy. You know, so much joy from seeing that. And it was extremely restful. I am filled with energy again. You know, I have to be careful about my body, like everyone does. But at the same time, um, there's something in the rest of the soul that's not uh, like the rest of the body. In the rest of the body, I mean, there's obvious things that you can do to rest. I mean, there's sleep that helps. <laughs> um, there's also things like um, taking a bath or a spa, and that, that's very helpful, you know. Sometimes a little bit of working out helps to rest a little bit, but I think that has to do with getting the anxiety of the soul out of the body. But that's another whole question mark. But in the end, you know, rest for the body is being passive, either sleeping or uh, resting in a spa or, you know, um, quietly reading a book in a corner. It's passivity for the body. But rest for the soul is not passivity. It's not. It's different. Rest for the soul is an activity, really. Like last night, I was very active all week. I was very active even at the moment of the vows. But uh, there was a moment of contemplation. I don't know what to call it. A moment of beauty, of goodness, of truth. It's where you see that the immensity of God and his infinite love and time seems to stand still. And you are there with him. And that, that uh, blew me away. And I think it's important to recognize that we all have that. Is that the rest of the soul is only found in love, truth, beauty. It's found only in activity. It's an active gaze upon the truth. Viktor Frankl, a famous uh, psychologist, would speak about how contemplation 
is the greatest rest. You know, it's the thing that holds us together as a human person. And it's so true. It's what makes us truly human. And so when Jesus says, come to me, all you who labor and are overburdened, and I will give you rest, it's that kind of rest that he's talking about. The rest of love, truth, goodness, beauty. He's not talking about just like sleeping or something. Sleeping gets boring after a while. But true goodness comes through the cross. (laughs) It's like you have to offer your whole life in order to be able to live of beauty, truth, and goodness. You have to give all that you are because of the responsibility and weight of the gospel that's placed upon your soul. And that's where you find a true rest. Shoulder my yoke and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. Yes, my yoke is easy, which means my cross is easy, and my burden, my cross, is light. And it is. I think of um, the famous example of Viktor Frankl. He's in a concentration camp in Germany, and he was uh, forced to march all night long, and as after he had been starved and you know abused and as the sun is rising he sees the sun rising and he thinks of his wife and the beauty of his wife and his love of his wife and he finds the strength to continue walking and to remain alive or the example that he gives would be saint maximilian kolbe although he's not catholic saint maximilian kolbe when he was put in the concentration camp, rather, put in the starvation bunker, he sang songs to Mary and remained so in love with God that that love gave him such a strength that it had a great effect on his body. So his body didn't die. He wouldn't die. Everyone else died, and many days after everyone else was gone, they needed to clear out the place, and he's still alive because of that joy truth, goodness, beauty. The soldier came in, looked him in the eyes as he's injecting him and killing him, injecting into him poison to kill him. And seeing that Maximilian still had his eyes fixed on the Lord and his eyes fixed on him, saw that SS guard with love. And there's so much truth in that. I hope that you could find true rest. That's the point of Why we do things in family, you know, like vacations and stuff. It's not restful for the body normally. A vacation's not. But it is restful for the soul. That's why we bring joy. My yoke is easy. My burden is light. I hope that you take responsibility over your life and offer it to God. And in that, you will find that it's not hard. It is easy. For love, truth, and goodness is worth it. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.